It's Tuesday, the 16th of January. It's time to get your gaming grin on with a Game Green Greencast. Here to celebrate 2024 are ah, Artora. Hello, everyone. Girls and girls. Hi. Spooky. Hi, everyone. And Jackman. Happy New Year. And I, as always, am Ace. Happy New Year, one and all. It's the first episode of 2024, and previous years we've done a game of the year awards for a year 20 years ago or so but uh i I didn't want to do it this time (laughs) instead i wanted to look forwards not backwards to the year ahead games that are coming out in 2024 i wanted to talk about what we're going to be playing but first we'll talk about what have we been playing take us away oh gosh so over Christmas, um, I got my wife a VR headset that turned out to be mine because she claimed the, the original one we got. So now we have two VR headsets and we've been playing all sorts of things because our goal for the year, as a lot of people are having, is to get in shape. So this means that we're using the VR to play about an hour or two of games. Usually it's like Beat Saber or All-in-One all in Sports to really get like a, a good workout out of it. The problem is we've been trying to get a reliable schedule and a reliable way to do it. So first we started by playing on, uh, we have the office space and then the space is kind of small, but we we're playing here because my mother-in-law doesn't, she, she watches TV really loudly. So on the living room, it, it's very overwhelming to be there. So whenever she's not around, we'll play outside where it's bigger and we're having so much fun. And then in the office, I've managed to punch the wall like four times. I've managed to almost make my hand bleed against the door. Um, we Don't tried... forget, you almost broke the control. Yeah, I almost broke the control. I was really scared. The strap of my MetaQuest 2 just came off because I was adjusting it on my head. So my MetaQuest almost fell to the ground. Then we tried an abomination of cables where we kind of like hung everything with tape and then put the cables where we would be. And it was kind of working. It didn't really connect us via Steam Link. But then I yanked the cable so hard I broke some of the tapes. And then we just decided, you know what? We're just going to play an AirLink. And then. Our bandwidth was not good enough, and so we're just, we're, that, that's kind of like where we're at in our story right now. We don't have enough bandwidth to play because my mother-in-law uses too much internet. We can't use cables because I'm a brood, and we're playing in a really enclosed tiny space where I've managed to punch my wife once. Well, it sounds like you're um, getting there, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we we bought it. <laughs> we bought a USB. So we learned that you know you can turn your computer into a semi router by connecting it to a USB Wi-Fi because neither of us have Wi-Fi computers because we didn't expect to need it ever. So we've now bought that, and in order to be able to enjoy it, we have to wait ten days for it to arrive from Amazon. So, yay! Well, that's uh, I'm sure you'll keep us updated. Each episode, how this is going. How many times I've punched a wall, how many times I've given myself a concussion. Yeah. So, Gauze, what about you? Speaking of getting in shape, I feel like I never talked about uh, 
the only Switch game I play consistently, which is Ring Fit Adventure. Actually, that's a game that I would recommend to anyone who has the Switch, because it's good. But and not the Switch Lite. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't know. I have regular Switch. Which one did you say? I heard Wii Fit Adventure, and I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Ring Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit. Oh my gosh, I know that one. Yeah, it comes with a, with a ring and a leg strap. The game is basically like a JRPG. Not uh, like... Yeah, it's, it's JRPG. It's It has turn-based combat where basically to perform an attack, you do an exercise, and to get through a level, you jog in place and do other stuff with the ring. It actually sounds a lot like, kind of like the old school Wii games, where you have to do, do a lot of movement stuff. That's one of the things I'm so excited about VR, especially the sports one. It's, just, it's so much like the Wii era. I'm not sure about how similar the games on the Wii are, because I never got into that. But yeah, Ring Fit Adventure, it feels like a proper game, like a proper game. There, 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 there's a storyline, but I mean more like it has proper RPG mechanics on top of it's requiring you to do squats and whatnot to do the exercise to do to do the attacks. You gather ingredients and you make smoothies which work as potions. Uh, stuff like that. I'm checking out some gameplay and it looks really cool. And it's also really pretty. Mm. It's actually like the themes of the game of like the visuals and the story are like gym and exercise stuff like you so one of the creatures is a dumbbell and a yoga mat and whatnot and the main villain of the game is a dragon that exercises every time you meet him does he ask if you got swole yet I think he's mo- he he's mostly mad that you interrupt his exercise. Well, stop interrupting his exercise then. But, but he's an evil dragon, and he's making people evil. Is he making everyone exercise obsessed? No, he's just making them overly evil. Insert political commentary here. No, no, no political com- <laughs> commentary. Just overly evil. Just generically evil. You heard it here first. If you're obsessed with those exercise, you're evil. No, no, because because you're uh, like you're being helped. Your sidekick is uh, is Ring, which is like an in-game avatar for the Ring Con, and he's also exercise obsessed. But he's a good guy, or she. For now, is it? Are they? One of those. So, Spooky, what about you? What have you been up to? Well, I have also been playing a lot of uh, VR games, though I've been taking it much more slow than my wife because I get pretty bad nausea sometimes, and I'm terrified of vomiting, so I, that there's that. But the bigger que- the, like thing I want to talk about here is that I got so much into Beat Saber that I... 
I like I was really comp competing against my wife, obviously, as I do every day. And in order to win, I was trying to do like, like heck, I was even dancing and everything because I was getting like really into it. And I ducked a little too hard. It's a tiny bit too hard twice because the first t spike of pain wasn't enough of a, you know, stopper that I completely blew out my back. Like I ended up bedridden for the entire day. And I was slight, like low-key terrified when it first happened because my leg was like, it was, it was sending a shock of pain from my hip to my waist. I mean, to my toes, just continuously. So my wife had to help me go to the room. And after that, we just spent the entire next day just kind of like giving me ointments. She was giving me massages. I was trying not to move. It was just, I felt very, very old. I got to peek into my very grim future. That's, that's your wife you're talking about. You're like, you didn't punch her. I'm but yeah, that too. It freaking, it, it really hurt. It was really bad. But the massages were nice, at least. And, you know, I got to stay in bed all day and do absolutely nothing while crying because it was Saturday and it was finally a free day, but I had to spend it all that day in bed. But yeah, jokes aside, I really, really enjoyed the VR. Um, I didn't, I, I've, Obviously, like my wife said, I got obsessed with it when the first one, when the first one arrived. But the VR connect, like the whole thing of having to make the setup every single time, completely turned me off from playing games like those for a while. But now that the VR two is not the Steam VR two, it's super easy. So like, I don't see how I'm going to stop playing VR for the next few years. Well, as long as you're enjoying it. Heck yes. So, Jacqueline, what about you? Well, unlucky. Unlike my lovely colleagues, I have not been losing weight. I've been gaining it quite quickly with the holiday period and all that delicious Christmas chocolate. In terms of games, I've been playing this and that, really. Uh, mainly, I've been playing a lot of God of War, the 2018 version. Uh, I have no idea how far in I am, but I must be at least halfway off. I hope so. Uh, I got into a part of the game I'm... That got quite interesting, and I'm looking forward to writing about it in my too-long series. And uh, what else? Uh, I've tried a lot of little indie titles, like um, this is one little game called Fight Night, which is really cute, about a knight that punches things, and uh, Rhythm Sprout, and just all kinds of different kinds of games to have fun with. I've also been trying to get into Baldur's Gate 3, but it it demands more time and patience and concentration than I than I have on even a good day. But maybe I'll break through that wall. Well, me, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. The uh, we got a Rog Ally. I technically I bought it for my wife, but she's not always playing it, so I have an account on there as well, so I can play things when she's not on it. And um, I've been playing things to clear out the backlog. I don't intend on finishing everything in my backlog, but I do intend on playing at least most of it. Something that I messed myself up on was thinking that the... Uh, because the Rug Ally, if you don't know, is like a Steam Deck, so a handheld PC. And I was... Uh, starting games through Steam rather than through the ROG Armory, um, which sets up a profile so that the 
controller that's attached to the rug will act as a controller instead of seemingly random things. And so I I was under the impression that certain games were working with it, certain games were not working with it. But where it was just that I wasn't opening them up in the Armory. And so it, the, the controls that it was using were default, which, you know, were wrong. But anyway, I, as I say, I've been playing a bunch of stuff, but I've sunk uh, five hours almost into Murdered Soul Suspect, a 10-year-old game which you play as a ghost, the ghost of a murdered detective, and you're trying to solve your own murder, and it's pretty good. Um, it, it made me realize that's an easy, lazy uh, game mechanic that indie devs could implement is make your character a ghost, then you don't need solid parts in your levels. Just put the props there and let players walk through them. You don't need to add collision. I'm actually so happy to hear that you got the wrong Alan. Uh, have you actually liked it as much as you expected? I I'm, I'm, I love mine. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. As, as I say, uh, it's the only issue has been that I was starting games without selecting the work as a controller profile. So Steam was saying, this will work with your controller. And I load it up and it's not working. Oh, but no, that's, that was my fault. So there's a game, some games I need to reinstall to give a go. It's so funny. I, I think that didn't, never actually happened to me, and surprisingly, because I tend to mess things up and then be confused in Google and fail at it. And then my wife comes in and is like, well, it's because of this very obvious solution. Well, the thing is, um, two games that I tried, back to back. I tried Steel Rising, because I wanted to play that uh, with mods, uh, with uh, not mods, uh, with Wii Mod, which allows you to cheat. And that uh, I loaded that up, and it wasn't working with the, the controls. So I tried the next game that I downloaded, uh, Shining Resonance Refrain. Uh, action RPG and that worked fine out of the box so it it's not as if every game needs to be loaded up with a profile attached but it seems that a lot of games do but speaking of games you know in a video game podcast why would we do that 2024 it's it's only just started there's been a bunch of games released Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, that's coming out uh, in a couple of days. The first AAA title, which by December everyone's going to have forgotten. So, Game of the Year, oh, uh, uh, oh yeah, that game from the start of the year. Also our first uh, 10 of the year. That's, that's true. Uh, if you read the GameGrin.com review, you'll find our first 10 of the year. Uh, it's not the only AAA release coming out this month. There's lots coming in this month next month it's just action-packed so what's everyone looking forward to i will gladly take this first because i've been crazy for this game ever since it was announced so um i've always liked the sims a lot i've not really gone that far anymore ever since i became an adult because well i have attention span issues so i'm playing the sims and the next thing i'm like no i wanted to go second and then i go play second instead but 
Um, this life by you seems amazing. It looks like a like an I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that because it's not made by EA, it's actually gonna have like cool new things, or at least improve improving like some of the things that the Sims have been kind of stuck on. Because apparently, Sims Four was absolute garbage in comparison to Sims Three. But I wouldn't know because I actually was too young when the Sims Three was like a big thing. But like, so I've not played the Sims Three. I don't want to ruin the Sims Four. But yeah, I've just been. I, I've been stocking it. I almost died when I found out it's coming out. Sure, it's early access, but it's still coming out this year. Anything else? No, unfortunately, no. That that's basically it. I just want to play dolls as an adult and not be judged. Oh, people will judge you for playing Sims or Sims-like games. Yeah, really? just, just like just like people judge people who play mobile games. Just play whatever games you want. Screw everyone. Unless it's Call of Duty. Unless it's yes. Called, no. <laughs> Uh, one game that I'm looking forward to is Neptunia Game Maker R Evolution. Not because it looks particularly good. I've only seen a couple of clips from the trailer. I don't tend to watch trailers very much. But because it's a new Neptunia game and I got to collect them all. They are like Pokemon to me. What do you like so much about Neptunia games? I've heard of them, but I actually don't know what they're about. They're not really connected, except the the characterizations... Of, of everyone in the games carry on throughout um and they're similar themes but generally they're, they're just very funny lots of uh, references to to uh, gaming culture and they're, they're not super difficult or in-depth they're, they're just a light rpg to play for um a bunch of hours <laughs> I say light, but they, they do take a while. I do still have two Neptunia games that I need to finish, so when that gets released date, I'm going to have to like cram. It's supposed to be coming out this year at some point. Well, for me, um, I was going to talk... I, I, I obviously am most excited for Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, um, but I feel like given the fact that I've spoken about it already on the Game of the Year podcast and everyone and their mother knows I'm very excited for the release of this game, I decided I was going to skip it this time. Instead, I am going to wow everyone and choose a Nintendo game that I'm looking wow. for. Wow. <laughs> oh gosh, I've killed Gors. Gosh. So for me, the game I'm most excited for is actually Princess Peach Showtime. Um, I found out about it very recently when I was scrolling Twitter and, sorry, I was scrolling X and I just saw the game and I was like, oh no, this looks amazing. It's basically, you take control of Princess Peach, um, who's going to a play, but she kind of takes on different roles and different outfits and each one gives her new powers. And it's kind of like an amalgam of Princess Peach, of Mario and Kirby which I thought was really genius. And the fact that you get to play the princess is something that doesn't happen very often. You know, you got to do it in Hyrule Warriors with Zelda. And every once in a while, you can play Peach in some games. But the fact that you, this, this just, like, puts her at the helm is something I'm very excited for. There was a DS game, Super Princess Peach, which was a platformer. It was pretty good. I had no idea. Well, I'm going to have to try that now. 
and you call yourself a Super Nintendo fan? I, I don't. I call myself a hater, actually. Thank you very much, Morris. No, Goz, it came out on the DS, not the Super Nintendo. No, I mean like Super <laughs> Nintendo fan, not Super Nintendo fan. Like the so, console? So, Jackman, what are you yes. looking forward to? I'm looking forward to listening to this argument. Um, <laughs> uh, there are a few games I'm very excited for. Um, like Artura, I'll Dial it back on my Dragon's Dogma 2 excitement. I'm in equal measures excited and terrified of that, to be honest. I've got high expectations and I'm horrified that it will not live up. But um, in addition to that, the remake of Persona 3 is quite high up on the list. My wife, for example, is kicking me out of the house for the weekend it comes. So she can play uh, in peace. And um, there's the Rise of the Ronin, I think its name is, on at least the PlayStation that looks interesting. I'm wondering if it's just going to be an, 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 a similar thing to Ghost of Tsushima, or if it's going to be more unique. I'm pretty sure the main character has a gun at some point, so that's something. Yeah, I actually saw a screenshot from the Rise of the Ronin, and I thought that the main character's face looks exactly like the main character from Ghost of Tsushima. Is it the same actor? <laughs> I don't know. Might be. Could be. That's pretty um <clears throat> prevalent these days. Oh, um, the one we talked about a lot in the awards um podcast. The uh, what was it? I forgot its name. The something knight. The, pl- the plucky squire. The plucky squire. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that one's amazing. Gosh, <laughs> this, doing this sort of thing really gets me excited for the future of the games. I agree. But um, in general, I try to be very cautious about anything coming up. So, just in case, if I don't like it, I'm not heartbroken for the next five months. And if it's good, then I can be happy and surprised. Well, for all the times we say video games were a mistake, uh, video games are actually pretty cool. Wait, so someone says video games are a mistake? Yeah, me. All the time. What is wrong with you? I love video games. I would be nothing without them. Oh gosh, I'm going to have to call my sponsor again. Is it your wife? No, I have a sponsor too. Is it your wife? No, I have a sponsor too. Hang on a second, my phone's ringing. It's his sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's mentioned Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. You can play Final Fantasy again. To get into Final Fantasy, it's... I've tried, but I just can't. You can you can play the the second seven hours of Final Fantasy VII, but it's eighty <laughs> hours. I've always wanted to try Final Fantasy VII, and I've never had the like. I did play Final Fantasy X once in my life. I quite liked it. I watched someone playing it, and then from there onward, I never ever could get past the Blitz part. And even then, I never had like the enthusiasm to get past the Blitz part. Blitzball is the best, but Blitzball is the worst. How dare you? I agree with Ace. 
to be fair, <laughs> sports in video games is, is awful. At least yeah, it didn't have all uh... in one sports, and it's great. <laughs> if if you don't agree that sports in video games are awful, then one v one me in anything that isn't a sport. I mean, they're really going to choose more than one game. I um, I'm actually kind of excited for uh, Infinite Wealth, the thing, like a dragon. I've never actually played any Akusha or like a dragon game. Um. But this month, this year, I found some sort of like new love for open world titles. So I've been playing Fallout, I've been playing Cyberpunk, I've been playing Ghostwire Tokyo. And I, I've loved them so much. I'm hoping I won't start leaving like a trail of dead games that I never pick up again. But definitely having my eye on that like franchise now. The Yakuza games are very fun. I highly recommend them, but they do take a while to play, especially if you're watching the cutscenes. If you're skipping the cutscenes, the games are much shorter. I'm actually pretty excited because it seems like the cutscenes and stuff are really funny. I've seen some parts of it, and I, I believe my wife tried to play a little bit and got to see like the game. Uh, honestly, the only reason I hadn't played it is because when I was younger, like literally even just a year ago, I was really stuck up about anything that had to do with like drugs and stuff. So I don't care anymore. I even heck I even bought like um Grand Theft Auto. So I'm ready. There's there's not a lot of drug stuff in the Yakuza games. Unless you oh, I, was, drug. I was nobby enough that just a mention of Yakuza, I was like, oh mafia, disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm not I, I've been very immature. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's understandable. I mean, the the whole series was originally sold as a oh serious uh, macho yakuza man. Yeah, when they dubbed it in uh, oh, on the PlayStation Two, they changed the scripts so the characters were swearing all the time. Yeah, Mark Hamill was involved. Mark Hamill was Majima, the guy with the eye patch. Um, yeah. They, they did get back the the guy who did Kiryu's voice to to do him in um, the the more recent games, which is mm. is decent. Uh, I still prefer the Japanese voice actor. Though. Yeah, I'm probably gonna play in Japanese too because like that, I I don't know. I think it's 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 gonna be better than English. Let's be real. The first six games you have to play in Japanese because there, there's no English audio. Yep. When, well, I when, get they, the... when they re-released them after the PlayStation 2 versions, they did not re-release the English audio. I guess the choice has been made for me, huh? It's um, the Japanese... Well, the dubs are good. I mean, the sorry, the subs in the games are good. And all in all, they don't do much talking, except, you know, growls and menacing stares. And that's stare as in gaze, not stare as in steps. So there's a lot of sexual tension, huh? Yes. All of the talking is, well, not all of it, 90% of the talking is kept to cutscenes, unlike games such as the uh, recent Gundam games, where there's a lot of chatter going on while you're fighting for your life and trying to avoid being shot, and you're trying to read subtitles, which are going way too fast for when you're not paying attention to subtitles because you're fighting for your life. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually really happy to hear that most of it is going to be in cutscenes exactly because of that. I, I, I cannot. I just can't. 
But yeah, uh, me too for infinite wealth. <laughs> the uh, like a yakuza like a dragon or like a dragon eight, depending on which region you're in. Um, no, eight is the new one. Uh, like a dragon seven. I kind of bounced off that. The turn-based combat in the new one feels better because I played the demo and Yakuza Like a Dragon I I downloaded on Game Pass or something and played it and I just for whatever reason couldn't get on with it but in the demo of Infinite Wealth I quite enjoyed it so I am looking forward to playing it Yeah, honestly it looked pretty good not that I know anything about the franchise don't get me wrong but the little bits I got to see were writing articles. They got me pretty excited. It, it looks really fun. And I like the idea of being able to explore Japan and Hawaii. It, it is fictionalized. It's not real parts. Just in case. like Because, because it's talking about crime and real areas in, to, in um, Japan would probably have kicked off if they said, if this yeah. game said, this place is full of crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that makes sense. Of course, people are gonna get nervous about going to like certain districts and stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, the the fictional town of Kamurocho in the Yakuza series is basically based off of Tokyo, at least uh, areas of it. Yeah, they, they were all definitely like you can see photo references and <laughs> and tell. Yeah, this is based on this place, but it is a, a fictional place. That's fine. I was having a lot of fun just even walking around the Ghostwire Tokyo area. It was absolutely gorgeous. So even if it's not exactly like Japan, just anything Japanese is really cool because it's going to be a few years before I get to go. They do have interesting architecture for, in, in from what I've seen of it in games and anime. <laughs> Same. I, I, I genuinely do. can't wait to go someday. One game I'm quite shocked is coming out this year that feels almost mythical and like it's not going to happen is avowed it, i've been excited for it since the first announcement not because i know anything about obsidian not because i ever had like i would say i was still pretty much in my gaming infancy until when i first joined gamegren up until then I, I was kind of getting into games then it was when my obsession kind of like snowballed and it got really bad and i saw vowed and i've never really been able to like skyrim like ever i've played it like 10 times and never gone past like the third town we go to but about I, I really like how it looks and i just don't believe it's coming out in 24 in my uh, 2024 in my heart but I'm, I'm still excited for it cautiously it's not like i understand what you mean uh i've been playing or uh, played uh, pa- uh pillars of eternity 2 last year and uh, I kept seeing the advert for uh, the game, like on the main menu, and I kept thinking, "Oh, it must be out by now." But um, no, and I'll be happy to see if it actually comes out. It just feels like it's not—it's not really gonna come out. And I—I don't know. It just feels—it's kind of like Hollow Knight Silk Song. I first had like hope and excitement, and now it's like I'm not sure it's coming out this year even. Until it has it released and until it's out, I'm just going to assume it's going to get deleted into, to oblivion. No, Obsidian Entertainment, the developer. Oh, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Guz, did, did you have something you wanted to talk about? I uh, managed to write down like five titles 
it was kind of announced uh, last year, but I didn't hear any news of it uh, since then. Uh, Shadows of the Damned, uh, Goichi Suda's game was supposed to be remastered. Uh, and I was excited to play that. But yeah, again, n no news of, of, of that since then. Other than that, I'm kind of interested in Space Marine 2. But the problem with that is I, I'm i probably not going to have people to play that with. It's, it's a co-op game. I'll play it with you. Will you? I don't know. You said it on a podcast. It's going out to the world. <laughs> it's we're we're going to hold, hold you to account. That's as good That's as a signed paper. Oh, and, no. uh, um, Yeah. No, sorry, I was just going to ask uh, about the first one you mentioned, Shadow of, of the Damned. Is that a remake of the Suda51 game, or is it a sequel? I think it's a remaster, Shadows of the Damned. Okay, interesting. Because I I've heard of it. And... It just came out on Xbox 360 originally, I think. And it didn't do very well. And it's uh, there's some stories about like issues with during development so i don't know they might want to do something more with it i mean the main character is called garcia hotspur you have to do something with that my name is garcia hotspur hunter of demons my wrath is your hell that's that's what he says that sounds like sorrow <laughs> he is hispanic yeah, I could tell. I could tell because his name's Garcia. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> not, not, not Hotspur. No, because that's that's a football team, isn't it? And uh, from what I remember, he has a sidekick who's a, who's a demon called Johnson, who turns into different weapons and a motorbike. And I think they have different Johnson pants in the game. Like, hold your Johnson and whatnot. Ha, penis. <laughs> okay, but we can't let the podcast go without Gore's mentioning 33 Immortals at least once. So go on, get it out of your system. Oh, I didn't know it's coming out today. I was also going to mention that Flintlock uh, is coming out, which is a game by developer of Ashen, a Souls-like. Oh, I know that one. Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. Yeah, it's by A44 Games. I think it's their second game, and I thought it looked promising. Although now I'm... I was surprised to see that uh, on Steam it has a Souls-like tag, and gameplay doesn't strike me like a Souls-like... Everything has a Souls-like tag. Tetris has a Souls-like tag. Okay, but Tetris is a Souls-like. It took us, like... How many years to actually beat it? I, uh, I, I remember the uh, announcement trailer for Flintlock, and yeah, it looked, that certainly uh, piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has. It, it, it's, it's from that year when we got an announcement for like 15 different desert games. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, it's deserty. It's, it is. It, kind of resembles Assassin's Creed uh, visually like 
environments and stuff. But I, but I, mean, I, I don't know, there's something about it that pushes it in a direction that I like. Fantastical. And also, it, it has flintlocks. Apparently. What gives you that idea? Because I've seen there's the people use axes, so when axes were invented, they also, they also invented flintlocks. A little known historical, completely true fact. Yeah, yeah. When when the first caveman was like, "Ooh, I made an axe, and look, I made a gun too." <laughs> That's a really smart one as well. I kind of hope the accurate. Historically accurate flip looks, so you fire them once and just ditch them. No, no. That's the souls like part. You can only shoot once. You pull out a little <laughs> stick and you put it in the in the gun and you clean it and then you take a little bag and you pour uh, gunpowder gun yeah. and then a lead ball. The pouring uh, gunpowder is a quick time event, so you have to add just the correct amount. Otherwise, when you fire, it'll either misfire or it won't fire. Or, or your hand will explode. <laughs> Using the six-axis controller and motion-sensing technology, you may, in real time, load your flintlock. And I, I also wanted to mention uh, that gory, cuddly carnage is coming out this year. Oh, yeah! I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I played the demo and... I saw there were, I saw some issues with it, but I'm curious to see the full game anyway, and I, I think I'll play it anyway because I think it's a interesting concept for the gameplay. It is. It's a real callback to the um, mascot adventure shooter genre, like um, Jack and Dexter and Resident Clank era. My only real problem, based on what I played, was the humor is not quite my cup of tea. But other than that, it was fun. Oh, shut up. You played 77P, egg, egg wife. And somehow that was less disturbing. I think I think the humor in the in Gory, from what I saw, it's like, it's so unfunny that it kind of comes back around and becomes funny again. A bit. Okay, well, that about does us for this first episode of 2024. Thank you for joining me, Artura, Gozgoz, Spooky, and Jackman. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks. Again, thanks for coming, guys. And thank you for listening and subscribing to the Greencast. Your support means a lot. If you want to hear more from us, listen to our anime podcast, The Pals Anime Lounge. Of course, check out our writings on GameGrin.com. Until next time, game on.